We are just two weeks from heading out on our big trip down to Baja, California, and then all the way up the Pacific coast into Alaska over the course of the next several months. And joining us are going to be our friends, Jamie and Clay Schumacher, who have, uh, we met them a little over a year ago now, and they've spent probably way too much time with us of the time <laughs> with us since then. And, More time uh, than they want. <laughs> and today, you're going to get to meet them. This is RV Miles. This winter, L.L. Bean wants to help you get outfitted for all that's out there with tips and advice for heading outdoors and exploring all the possibilities of the season. Finding time outside can feel tough in winter, but it's just steps away if you turn your backyard into a winter oasis. Add a fire pit to keep you warm, some winter games to keep you active, and some all-weather furniture and outdoor blankets for chilling out comfortably. Just because it's cold out, that doesn't mean you have to be cold. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com slash guide. Welcome to episode number 264. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby, and this is Jamie and Clay. And we are four full-time RVers who have been crisscrossing North America at various dates for a very long time. <laughs> Here at RV Miles, we talk all things RV and outdoors from travel destinations, industry news, our national parks, and so much more. We're just getting ready here. Uh, to we're, we're getting ready to go into uh, Mexico in a, in a few weeks, but in between them, we're going on a Disney cruise all together. <laughs> uh, Down to Mexico. Terrible timing, but we're, we're, we're getting prepped for that in, in a few days, getting ready to go. You guys about ready? Yeah. Yeah. How could I not be? <laughs> I mean, it's happening. Is, honestly, no. Whenever we travel away from the RV, it's like almost easier in a way because it's like it's just all you're doing is packing one bag. You're going on a trip. I think it's, it's harder if we hook up the RV. Yeah, I have all anyway. my stuff. Well, so that's the thing. It's what to bring, and then I'm I'm notorious for overpacking. I yeah. will overpack for this trip. Like it's it's bound to happen. And so the nice thing about like. Going to Fort Wilderness, for instance, and doing Disney in Fort Wilderness is that you have everything there. Right. Whereas now on this Disney cruise, I don't know how many swimsuits I need. What if I need one for everything? You keep you kept trying to get me to buy another swimsuit, and I'm yeah. like, I've never needed more than one ever <laughs> well, in my life. You have at least you have two because you gotta have one to dry, like the one that's drying and the one that you're wearing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. See, she understands. So this I'm bringing four. This is a veteran cruiser right here. <laughs> yes. And you can so never overpack is... for a cruise. You need three outfits per day. Should I out you guys? This is your first Disney cruise. Yeah. It is. Okay. It's our first cruise Period. in general yeah. ever. And so we have nothing to base this off of. We have no idea what this is going to be like. I think I bought every single bit of nausea anything from Amazon last week. Like yeah, everyone's going to have bands. I've got the patches for behind the ears. <laughs> I've got the kids Dramamine, the adult Dramamine. I've got the ginger lozenges. Yeah, like, those are good. I've bought everything in anticipation that at least three out of five of us are going to throw up at least once <laughs> on this cruise. <laughs> yeah. Ethan, I Henry, we'll and I will right. go down. So, but I feel like we should have given them a little bit more of a formal introduction we'll before get, we jumped into cruise we'll talk. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get this ready to spend the whole middle section of the show just on this these is, two. I mean, this isn't <laughs> this isn't cruising miles. But before we do, so we are we're in the middle of getting the IBEX ready as well, downsizing from our big fifth wheel into 
our 25 foot ibex which is uh it's going okay it's it's yeah. a, everything's a challenge it's going okay we have made the decision to not switch to a composting toilet and <laughs> primarily <laughs> that's a, a time constraint yeah uh, but it got me thinking about something I keep seeing on Facebook popping up. And I don't know if it's this time of year. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I keep seeing posts in the RV Facebook groups of people that are losing the head of their toilet brush down into I'm their sorry. black tank. What? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, you've got the, you got the brush, the, the, the sort of bristly round headed yeah, no, thing no, I'm familiar to, with- to, stick down into the toilet. And I think uh-huh. what's happening is people are using it to like clean that tube that's between the no, toilet no. and the tank. Uh, oh, no, cause that can oh. get a little gross. Oh, that was, but, yeah, but like, that's so gross. But I don't think can't... I want to bring that up out with my brush anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll leave that down are there. They, <laughs> are they dropping it or are they just tossing it no, down there? So what's there happening cause... is the heads, the head is breaking off cause it's, you know, probably a cheap one or something mm. or it's getting stuck. That's some and then scrubbing. landing in their black tank, which is a, whole different problem because now you've got a brush yeah, like head take your black tank it. off that's the, the start of your poop pyramid yeah, like yeah. builds like a snowball yeah you, or you <laughs> hopefully you can see it there and you can i don't know oh you fish it out with a coat hey <laughs> oh, no. send another one down to go. <laughs> i need a little that, hand that is a predicament i have not no. encountered yet in RVing. is no. fishing things out of the black tank no thank, no. thank goodness and no. our, well now we would bust the macerator so yeah, yeah don't do that what's I, the claw thing that you can get to help oh, you yeah, pick yeah, stuff the, up the, you know the, 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 the claw uh-huh. i guess you just get one of those <laughs> and then get that thing stuck down do there that. as well yeah right <laughs> It's probably not a good idea to be sticking things down your toilet. I also noticed in the Ibex, we just noticed this today, that all of the traps are the waterless Hepfo traps. So what yes. they are is like, um, there's like a membrane in there. So instead of the uh, the P-shaped plumbing that sort of traps some water under there to keep the sewer gases from coming back up and to keep rings and stuff that you drop down there from going down the drain... <laughs> Uh, it, it's, uh, Some of us aren't wearing rings anymore, it, so we don't have to worry true. about that. It goes horizontally <laughs> straight, and it's just there's this rubber membrane, I think it is, in there that uh, keeps gases from coming back up. And it's really important to know if you have those, because if you do, you should never stick like one of those... Uh, one of those zip strip, strip things that you stick down to get hair out of a yeah. clog. You should never stick one of those because it just takes that membrane and ah. rips it apart. Yeah. They're nice because they, they what it does is it allows for there to be nothing blocking the way. So like you can open the cabinet under our kitchen sink and there's not a whole lot of plumbing Oh, that's there. cool. And a lot of showers, they do it so that the shower doesn't have to be too high up off of the, mm-hmm. the deck of the mm-hmm. RV. Um, they can get it as low as possible. So make sure to check if you have one of those before sticking stuff down your drain. I'm sorry. I know I, I sense we're about to go to a break, but can I? Do you sense that? I you, do, but I need to go back. senses tingling. Can go back yeah. to the brushes? I got to go back to the brushes. I have a okay. question about that too. I have a question. Amy just went <laughs> Yeah. I, well, I'll get mine. For those not watching, I'm literally putting my hand on Jason's hand like, uh-huh. excuse me, I got to uh-huh. go back to talk. Um, I've never bought one of those mm-hmm. for our RV. In the six mm-hmm. years that we've been RVing, I've never purchased a yeah. toilet cleaner, mm-hmm. no. toilet brush cleaner. Is that, if, 
was I supposed to get one? Because no. it no. doesn't seem like I would want to use that for fear of losing it. Well, I would think it would. Da- my question was damaging the seal. Yeah, I, I would think there would be some concern there too. And if, if you have too a firm plastic of a toilet, you're not supposed to use anything abrasive, and right. probably fairly um, abrasive. Our first, yeah. our first cassette in our cassette toilet that we had in our first RV. We messed up the seal pretty bad <laughs> by using very abrasive cleaner on it because I was like, yeah. we're going to get this thing clean. You yeah, you don't even want to go overboard with the cleaner, yeah. 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 That, I guess I just, that just doesn't seem to me the yeah. item to clean. And if it's yeah. that bad, I don't yeah. know. That well, that we, we've mentioned this before. Like, if, if you read in the manual for the plastic toilets, if you have a plastic RV toilet, they say to use nothing caustic or abrasive at all. Just use like dish soap on a wash rag or something uh, or spray bottle with with vinegar try, and water I try not to stick my hand in there as, <laughs> but as much as possible because because it actually breaks down the gloss mm-hmm. and the gloss is what keeps things slick and right. going down and not streaking I right. think that <laughs> might have started to happen for Ranger Gandalf Traley the second yeah I yeah oh it totally, it yeah totally we started yeah. to be like this is it I you know moving it, as smoothly mm-hmm. as it should through It this. could be the same for your bathroom sink as well if you've got a plastic sink because yeah. those lose their gloss they start you know they start getting bacteria sticking in there and they change colors and and, and get dull and all that so you gotta be careful with all that sort of stuff. Alright well I'm glad we could go back to that subject because I just yeah. feel like we hadn't really exhausted it okay. enough yet to move on. So okay. Just I, not enough toilet talk for you. Just not enough a toilet time at RV Miles like that's what we've been missing on this show for five years. So. No it's there. Alright let's take a break and we'll, we'll come enough. back in a few moments and we'll get to uh, formally meet Jamie and Clay. Thank you. I Here, do like back. I do like things to be formal around here. Sure, you, you sent me that etiquette video. <laughs> I'm going to put that etiquette video on. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be crossing my legs. I'm going to cross my legs. Not ladylike. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Chances are you've seen them on the road. That's because Blue Ox designs and manufactures the best towing products in the industry. Just look around. You'll find them on highways and campgrounds and anywhere you find people traveling in the great outdoors. Award-winning tow bars, base plates, and brakes. A full line of weight distributing hitches. Adjustable ball mounts and a new line of fifth wheel hitches. With Blue Ox, towing doesn't have to be a drag. To learn more about how Blue Ox can make your travel adventures even more stress-free, visit blueox.com. This episode is supported by ParkWolf, the ultimate app for visiting U.S. national parks. With ParkWolf, you can view upcoming places and amenities as you drive through the park, locate the nearest gas, food, bathrooms, and pullover points. ParkWolf's wildlife maps show you the best times and places to see or avoid wildlife along with a feed of the latest wildlife sighting photos from the parks. ParkWolf even makes it possible for you to view your live location and direction on official park maps while staying up to date on current NPS alerts and advisories. ParkWolf keeps working even if you lose service. To learn more, download the ParkWolf app for iPhone free from the Apple App Store today. We are back, and it is time to meet Jamie and Clay Schumacher, who we had the pleasure of meeting back at the RV Entrepreneur Summit uh, two years ago, not not this, 2021. this past one, 2021. Yeah. Uh, we met, they were in the site next to us. Uh, they had just 
site. <laughs> they had just booked it across the, the Midwest to Colorado in their new fifth wheel. We had just done the same in our new fifth wheel. We're both getting used to our new rigs. Uh, our kids got to know each other, and then we met up with them a few times uh, later on on the road, and then we just started traveling together. And yeah. Uh, it's been a blast ever since. I've never been, I've always thought that that would be weird to travel with another family. I always thought it'd be like, oh, we got to figure so much stuff out all the time. Mm -hmm. But I love traveling with you guys because it's like, if you, well, you guys want to go do something, you do. You know, we go do something we do. We don't yeah. have to like. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah, all, like, sure. we do things together. Yeah. So it's sort of like, hey, we're running errands. Like, want to go run errands? Yeah, we're doing this. Do you want to do that too? Me? Let's go way back to the beginning, yeah. though, of, of your journey uh, to becoming RVers and then full-time RVers. We've been RVing since 2020, so some people would call us COVID campers. I don't know. <laughs> but we, we used to tent camp, like, infrequently, stuff, local places like that, and uh, lost our tent. Jamie had been working on me for years to get a trailer. I, I, I never wanted to have to tow anything, you know, I didn't really want to spend that much money on something where it was like, oh, are we going to like this? And then we've like invested so much money in it, but we finally got a small trailer that you found online. Yeah. So we got a Texan Mantis to start with. Um, I bought it sight unseen um, <laughs> in June of 2020, called a dealer that happened to have one on the lot. It was like a 2019 that they hadn't managed to sell. Yeah. And um, had them deliver it to us. So had no walkthrough, had no <laughs> anything, just had it dropped in our driveway. Because um, I'd bought uh, a Subaru Ascent slightly before that. And I was like, no, I can tow something. Um, in <laughs> really hindsight, small. something small. Smaller <laughs> yeah. than I realized. And once I started getting into the uh, the details of like payload and everything, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. But the Ascent tows a lot for a Subaru. It does. It does. Yeah. And um, Clay was like really on board. I wanted a little airstream so there's there's a theme there but like i wanted a little bambi but he was like eh, i don't know i still want to feel well, you want you were he's such a like oh but i really want to be tent camping if i'm camping i really want to be in the outside so the mantis appealed to him that. because oh, we did that no, first. never totally that no that was i mean whenever <laughs> someone like, asked me about what i liked about the mantis it was like it, it was the best like of both worlds yeah kind of, i'm i'm sure a traditional pop-up feels like this too right you have an rv mm -hmm. right and we were, and that had hard sides and it popped up in the middle, right? But you have an RV, you, you're able to take your stuff within it, you're able to get in out of bad weather more than tent camping, but you still have like the tent walls on the top where you can unzip and you have the mesh and it's just like air and light everywhere. And it's, yeah, so it was a beautiful thing. Very, so we like, we got this, this is another theme. We got it and a week later we took it on a two week trip having never RV'd before in our lives. <laughs> um, all the way up to, we were, based, we were based out of central Illinois. We took it all the way up to uh, Madeline Island in the Postal Islands in, um, in Wisconsin. So it stopped several places on the way, kind of camped on our way up and down and mm -hmm. kind of fell in love with it. Even though like I was talking to Abby about this the other day, our first two nights were terrible. Like, we couldn't figure out how to plug the thing yeah. in. We couldn't get back in. The kids wouldn't go to bed. It was just... Windstorm. The dogs weren't comfortable. Windstorm. It was, like, a whole thing. And, the, yeah, we had this, like, awful wind and thunderstorm where we had to pull, like, we had to pull everything down and pull the tent 
the side down. Fun. It was fun. I think we got hooked. We were like gluttons for punishment, or we like we like problem solving. I think yeah. our being presents a lot of uh, a yeah. lot of uh, opportunities for problem solving. Well, and we should mention too that you have two girls, yes. two daughters mm-hmm. that yeah. are twelve and six. Yep, about and to be so thirteen and seven. About to be thirteen and seven. Where as we all travel this year from Baja to Alaska, we will both have kids that roll over to teenagers. Yes. So wow. we will, by the time we hit Alaska uh-huh. or close to it, we will have, you will have a 13 year old and then we will have two teenagers yeah. in the house. Yeah. yeah. So that's. In the smaller house. In the yes. smaller house. That's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. But they're fine. separated now. Know, so we it's think be it's so better. Much fun. <laughs> anyway. It's going to be great. It's going to so be awesome. you guys started camping in, in your Mantis, but then you yeah. sort of accidentally became full-timers, yes. right? Yeah. I, yeah. We, so we came back from that two, first two-week trip, and we thought... That had been a planned vacation. Yeah, we went up to Wisconsin. We spent a few days in a cabin mm-hmm. with your parents, and then we came back mm-hmm. down. And we, we were like, this is really fun. We kind of like this. And everything's remote right now, and um, maybe we should see if we can do, like, school and work from, from the wherever. road. Yeah. yeah, and so we did, like, a two-week trial where we went into Indiana and then out to West Virginia and back, and then... Yeah. Um, that was way too many, too much ground to cover for two weeks, which yeah. we realized. It was such um, a great trip. Though. But we learned a lot of stuff. Yeah, we yeah. love West Virginia. I like, love it. Uh, yeah, after that, we took what we learned. And then I think like a week later, we left for our first big like three-month trip. We came in the mail. Was it really a week later? It that seems unreal. Two, yeah, maybe it was a couple weeks. I, yeah, we, were, yeah, we, we were so home the Mantis, after that. Yeah, which, I mean, I mean I look that. it up if you haven't seen it. It's, yeah. an, it's 19 foot. Um, we could pull it with a Subaru. GVWR was four thousand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, probably had about that much in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> once it once we were in it for months at a time, but and you know it pops up in the middle, and we're setting up camp. You know how we do, but um, having to move things out from the aisle and back into the There's Subaru no and back and forth. There's no outdoor storage in it, and no, we had uh-huh. at the time. But, we had a very large dog that took up the back oh, of the yeah. Subaru, <laughs> so oh, there oh was gosh. no storage so like, in there. <laughs> it was such an adventure getting out, and you know we went did a kind of a, a loop through the center of the country that time and then all the way down to Florida. Now, yeah. is, this but, the, is this the trip that took you to the Badlands? Uh, no, that's the second we did, trip. We did North Dakota. We did North trip. Dakota okay. that trip. Because you know I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting there. No, we skipped the Badlands. And, okay. you know, well, we'd been I, a bunch. I don't care if we go We again. had been a bunch. My brother used to be stationed outside of Rapid <laughs> yeah. City, and so we'd been there uh, quite a bit. Um, but, so we loved we, our time in the Mantis. We did that trip, and we did another four-month trip. Yeah, so we came back for the holidays for like a month and a half, and you were like, oh, I'm so glad to be back in the house. And I was yeah. like, I mean, do we ever really have to? Um, <laughs> and we were there for the holidays, and then by, but I think like three weeks in, you were like, okay, let's go. Yeah. I'm ready to go again. Yeah. So, <laughs> was, true. so we got reset, got, changed our setup a little bit in terms of like where we had everything, and then. Um, yeah, but I mean, we were rolling down the road it, like with a roof basket on the back of the Mantis, a roof basket on the Subaru. We had like oh, yeah. <laughs> we were really set up, and that was like yeah. so that was like all of 2020, and then into 2021. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that when you went off like on? That's when you went. Off. That was like a. That's four, when we, we came out here. We came out yeah. here. That was a four month trip. Yeah, okay. we went all the way up the Pacific Coast Highway from we went from San Diego all the way up into it's not it's not the PCH really technically when you get up to. Oregon and Washington, but we went along the coast, like all the way oh, up don't to Port Angeles. The PCH? I don't think. Well, okay, maybe it is. It's whatever. not the one. Anyway. It's the one in California, and then, then it goes to the 101. It merges with the 101. Yeah, and goes up Oregon and, and yeah. Washington, and so we Olympic did. Except for that. that part by Big Sur that was closed down, we did the whole thing. Yeah. So you do this big long trip. Yeah. It's 2021. 
you're like, what was then the decision to be like, you know what, we're going to, we want to continue to full time, but we're going to go from this 19 foot Mantis into this 36, 37, 38 uh, yeah. Cougar fifth wheel. Like what was the decision or what, what switched for you guys to want to do that? Cause that's a big, that's like a big shift. I mean, for yeah. us going from the bus to the trailer, we didn't really change much in size. Obviously yeah. a lot of other things changed how we towed and where we camped and stuff like that. But size wise, not a whole lot changed. Mm -hmm. And I still think it was shocking for us a little bit to go from the Pioneer into the Sabre. Yeah. I, can, I mean, that was more space than we knew what to do with. As we figured out as we're trying to get rid of stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we fill yeah. every inch. So I right. think oh we were gosh, a little yeah. like, Okay, for so there's a long, complicated decision, and in some ways, very quick decision about like, was I going to go back into the office or quit well, my they job? Won't yeah. Yeah, and so we had already kind of planned this trip, and we were like, well, I guess I'm going to quit. And we're, anyway, but we decided to go to the fifth wheel. I think because we were starting from scratch, we didn't have mm -hmm. a truck, and we knew we needed a truck. Uh, for anything that we would want, um, kind of after the we Mantis. Get, well, first of all, we got to say we wanted to go something a little bigger than the Mantis because if we were going to be in it for more long trips, Grace was getting way too big for that bunk. Yeah, so especially in the 2019 and earlier Mantises, the bunks were very narrow. Yeah, she's um, a full-size human now. Yeah, yeah, she's like my, she's as tall as me. She wasn't in, 20, yeah. in the beginning of 2020. Yeah, she, she wasn't, wasn't at all. Yeah. She grew a lot in that time frame. Um, and even for JoJo, like it was, uh, they the space for the kids wasn't very good in the Mantis for sleeping for long periods of time yeah. at that point. So we did look at a lot of, th we, once we walked into a fifth wheel, mm -hmm. we were like, oh, we really like the, the space. Like it mm -hmm. felt nice to have the overhead space. And, but then we felt very limited even in fifth wheels of beds that actually fit a full size adult, like t adult sized child, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because, um, we were looking at all these bunkhouse models of these giant fifth wheels that were like really nice. Kid not, bunk. Like the yeah, bunk would not drop Yeah, it's, it's like, like a jackknife sofa. Right. Maybe it's all in a slide and the slide mm -hmm. is only like five and a half so feet so long. long. Right. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing you can like, you could bust it out and put something in, but there's nothing you could put in there that would fit. That's long enough. Our yeah. child. Right. And so we found, um, We'd actually initially gone to look at the Sabre, um, the same layout that you guys have, because I thought that would be a good one for us, but Grace was not uh, going to share the loft. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was vetoed. Um, There's a lot and of that so, going on in our house right now. So. Uh, and, and, and fair enough. Like, And it was yeah. it was a lot of decisions about different things. And we and looked so, at some travel trailers too, but you know, decided, hey, if we're going to go, let's... Let's, Let's just go we're gonna buy try it and try it out. We're trying, you know? yeah. We're kind of like big stickler. Like we love to try things. Like, yeah. we, like we never know what that was like if we didn't try it. Mm -hmm. And so, and since we were starting from scratch on the truck and everything, anyway, we're like, well, yeah. let's go find a camper that we like, and then find the truck after that. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happened. We ended up getting a Cougar three six four BHL. It's thirty nine feet long, and it has it's the kind with the second bedroom and a half bath in the back that has like the loft over the mm -hmm. bed. Um, it worked really well for us in terms of a lot of things space-wise. The second bathroom was nice and also kind of a pain. Um, it felt really big and it felt like a house, basically, which mm -hmm. has its pros and cons. Um, we mm -hmm. learned a lot about that. <laughs> so. But if we hadn't gotten the giant fifth wheel, we might never have I know. Together. We right. wouldn't have been neighbors because that's how we got put. Because we had initially RSVP'd 
to the Are You Entrepreneur Summit with the Mantis. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were like, we would have been out with like the overlanders and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with the truck there. campers and, and everybody. Instead, you were like a foot and a half. We almost couldn't get our, our stairs down. <laughs> I remember you posted a picture. That's what, we were in the lines where they told us. I remember you, and I'm such a rule follower. I'm like, well, they said that we have to be in these lines. I know. And I we I just remember being like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. But it was actually, I think even a day or two before we actually talked to one another at RV, like really kind of like chatted as neighbors a little bit, because I remember we kind of had a little back and forth, like Mm -hmm. when we first, like you guys first got there, but I Mm -hmm. think it was really talking to you for the first time. Like we were kind of standing in and around our fifth wheels and we were talking about the kids and I just remember being like, oh, my Ethan would really like your grays. We should get them to like- Yeah, they'd get along, yeah. Yeah, and I just remember Ethan being like, I don't want to meet anybody new. I'm so scared of meeting anybody new. And yeah. he was like so nervous. But I said, Ethan, I'm telling you, she's like perfect for you. You guys all like the same things. Like go out there and talk. It's going to be a fast friend. I was like night. hiding inside because I didn't want to seem like a stalker. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I first met Abby, I was like, I know who you are. <laughs> I think I, I, what did I say to you? Because I was you're like, like, you just introduced yourself. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I know, I know who you I are. Who you we are. Have Abby, and you're like, I know who you are. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. I'm so awkward in those moments anyway. And I was like, oh. I was, and I was just, we'd had a rough drive out. We had like had that night where we couldn't find a place to camp because yeah. our campground wouldn't let us in at a certain time. Yeah, and we didn't know fun. they wouldn't. I, I, we slept I, on a cul-de-sac outside a camping oh. world in our fifth wheel. <laughs> we were like yep. van lifing and stealth camping. In our fifth wheel. Okay. Yeah, I just Springs. remember feeling so bad for you because your, your fifth wheel was only like days old at that point, right? And the whole front was just covered in bugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as we got into Colorado, it was like the mosquitoes were waiting for us. It was awful. Across the border. I know. We had that great view. On this back road. Wow, this is beautiful. (laughs) 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 Completely destroyed the. Into that RVE for most of us because that was also when we had encountered the closed road and then we had to go up. Oh, yeah. You had that awful drive. Yeah. Panic attack while we were doing Mm-hmm. And it was just like all around rough. But I just remember, you know, once we settled in and then it was like immediately we all just kind of clicked. Like yeah. Ethan and Grace are just the best of friends. Yeah. And I knew that they would be. Mm-hmm. And like Joe and Henry and Jack intermingles every once in a while. But it was very, it's very rare. Like because Jason and I, while we work in a really extroverted world, are both very introverted people. Like incredibly, very socially introverted i know you're looking at me like that i look at her like that when she says that too but i get but now i get it because like for a lot of introverts like put off a persona of being Mm -hmm. extrovert Mm -hmm. in order to like cover up to do what i do that sometimes yeah to do what you do yeah abby's just really good at that i'm just really good at it i paid a lot of money to go to school to learn how to do that i mean fair enough so but i remember for us to be like, hey, we're going to this place to eat. Do y'all want to come along? That's huge oh. for Jason and I. Like, yeah. like really big. Oh, yeah. Abby, it was like, not, do y'all want to come along? Oh, no, like, no, no. You can come, but you don't have you to. Don't have, and yeah, I was like, like, I was like hey, so to <laughs> we're going to go to this brewery and check it out. It looks pretty good. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, hey, if you, if you show up there, you can like sit with us maybe, but you don't have to. <laughs> don't don't feel like you have to. It's like, 
I think they invited us to go to the brewery with them, Jamie. But I'm not. Clay was like, brewery? Okay, yeah. Yeah, but like either way, we're going to a brewery, so okay. Yeah, no, it was awesome. It was awesome. But then it was like we sat down, the kids were at the kids' table. We were. Yeah. And we've been doing that ever since. So socially Um, awkward. It was was very Midwest of you. It was so perfect. I'm very used to that, being from the Midwest. I think this would be a a good point, though, to talk about because I think a lot of people always ask. Uh, about folks who are full-timers uh, if you could let us know what y'all do to be able to work and live on the road yeah so actually when we were going to RVE uh, we were sort of starting up a startup uh, RV pass that didn't work out we uh, set that aside but we're actually both in full-time remote gigs now um, so I'm a software developer I've gone from running my own consulting business and now I work remotely for a company based in New York, and um, you're in finance. Yeah, I work in finance for a private equity firm. And you guys work, I I think this is something interesting to me, too, because we work a very weird schedule. (laughs) It's not really a schedule. And you guys work pretty (laughs) much a a standard weekday workday. Yeah, totally. And you're able to do that fairly successfully from the road. Yeah, I mean, you have to adapt for time zones, yeah. right? But like, <laughs> Clay's like 6 a.m. on a call. Yeah. Was on a 6 a.m. call this morning, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. but, you're, but we're recording just after 3. You're done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we're in California. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, we like being out west, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's harder if you're like in the east. It yeah. was. It was harder to like fit in adventure time because we yeah, weren't done even, working well, until like five or six. It was good that it was six. summer. So we did the Northeast last summer, um, and that helped a lot because there was a lot of evening light. But yeah, mm-hmm. if, if it was winter, like when we were in Florida in the winter, it was like, well, okay, I'm done with work, and it's like dark. Yeah, That's, that was rough. One of the things we liked traveling with you guys, though, is that you've gotten us more under the schedule, like where we're always traveling <laughs> on Sundays which is or, or Saturdays, which mm-hmm. is always really convenient to be able to, you know, say, okay, we're going to be a week here or two weeks here. We're moving on the weekend. And we know what we're doing. And we have booked stuff out for months and months and months. Yeah. It's something we never did before. Well, I think the secret sauce, because we get a lot of questions too about caravanning with people. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know that you can caravan with somebody? And I think for us, personally speaking, I think the secret sauce is to have people that, or a couple that you have a bulk of things in common with like mm-hmm. big things like you know we all love disney right like so we can sure. talk a lot about disney we've obviously been to disney now we're going on a cruise you know and we have a lot of these very similar interests and also in the things that we want to do as travelers we're really similar but we're just different enough that it's complementary like mm-hmm. you guys because you like we travel on sundays because we work monday through friday nine to five yeah. you know so that's not us mm-hmm. like at all but it offers like this level of sort of like, oh, well, they need to do that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that makes us stable. And so <laughs> we yeah, can some do that too. It's just like, where are we but, going next week? Uh, oh, we'll let Jamie figure it out. And <laughs> I, <laughs> or, you know, where are we going next the, year? The we'll let Jamie figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I've got next year's route mapped out, don't worry. We started out not making reservations ahead nearly as much. I mean, we had mm-hmm. some. I usually but, was a couple months out. Yeah, a couple months out. But then once we went to something really big, we were kind of forced to yeah. book out a lot farther ahead. Yeah. And I should say, I think one of the things we have in common that I think is really helpful that it's harder amongst full-time families is that we really like 
a decent amount of dry camping. Mm-hmm. We like a decent amount of like state parks and national parks. And then like peppering in places like a KOA or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, we're not kind of um, big on thousand trails. We have a camping pass. And mm-hmm. so like it can just depend on how you like to camp too. Like if you make good friends with, like we have good friends that are like, they're big on thousand trails and stuff. Right. And that's great. And we see them when we go there. But it's like, yeah, not a. Yeah, but there's some people that only do that. Or yeah, and that's great if that works. Like, and yeah. especially if you've invested so much money into that, you know, that's a good option for you. I yeah. think, and I think it's great. And it's just like, I think you have to find the people. And we, I didn't know if there are people that really did like to do what we do because we do a little bit of all of it, and yeah. we like yeah. it kind of all. And so, well, and I think that's the thing too because being up for adventure also really helps. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. you feel more up for adventure Mm -hmm. when you have others along with you. Like for me, the idea of going to Alaska, going to Baja, doing what we're doing over the next six to eight months, but doing it together Mm -hmm. as two groups actually is more exciting to me. Like going into Alaska with friends, Mm -hmm. caravanning through the Alcan, I actually feel a little bit more comfortable doing that as opposed to us just doing it by ourselves. Like, right. I would be a little stressed, I think, if, you know, we're driving down the Alcan and we blow a tire or something and it was just us. Mm-hmm. But it's always like, oh, well, we have, we do have Jamie and Clay. Like, if, you know, or they have us. Like, if something, like, Wait, oh, the, ag- some, the accident in Florida or the, or the accident in Florida when you guys were right behind us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, you have just sort of like, you know, you always know everything's going to work out, right? It's all, it'll work out however that ends up being. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy getting there but eventually things are going to work themselves out. Yeah. But there is this level of comfort that comes with knowing that, you know, if Jason breaks his finger, well, mm-hmm. thank goodness, you know, Clay can drive Jason to the right. ER and I well, can get things settled. Or... And it's not like you guys wouldn't have been able to do it, but it's just right. like, it's, makes it easier. It's just, it takes a little you know, like of the mental have, load off yeah. to have the community yeah. of it like... It takes the edge off a bit too, I think. And also it's just fun to explore it's these fun. places and to totally. see our kids exploring them with their friends as yeah. well. And then I think it sweetens the deal a little bit for my kids at the <laughs> I, kn- I didn't know. Grace and so Jojo will be there. Our first year out, it was COVID, like, and we yeah. were being pretty careful. You know, we were doing things outside because that was a pretty good thing to do, at least, you know, from everything we read at the time. But yeah. we weren't, we were meeting people, but not like doing stuff together with people nearly as much until we met you all. Yeah. Um, and I, I was a little worried, you know, making friends like long-term friendships on the road. Was that something we could do if we decided to go on the road full time? And like right away, we got to RVE and met you all. And it's like, okay, yeah, all right, and fair enough. And amazingly, you weren't like, yeah, no, I was right. Question you answered. Can't make friends on the road. Come on. So we've all made this decision now to um, to really travel very closely together for the next seven months or whatever it's going to be. We're going down into Baja, California, into Mexico, and then uh, traveling back up into California. We're going to go to Yosemite. We're going to continue up up the coast and do the Pacific Northwest and then eventually make our way to Alaska. Um, I'm very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure there's going to be some challenges all all along the way. But you guys have, we've downsized to the Ibex. You guys have made another change to the RV that you're traveling in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us about your Airstream a little bit? Oh, yeah. yeah, third year, third RV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tracks. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, actually we got lucky and found this on a lot at Airstream Las Vegas, uh, what, a couple months ago now, right? I was doing the deal when we were in New Mexico and we picked it up at... Yeah. Um, 
so, in November. I yeah. mean, we kind of like always wanted an Airstream eventually someday kind of thing, but it's like, it's a lot of money and we weren't sure we'd be comfortable in it as a family with it being smaller, you know, that type of thing. Um, and it's the bunk. It's the bunkhouse. We should probably say it's a yeah, oh, yeah, 20, sorry. It's the, the 2023 30 foot, 30 foot flying cloud bunkhouse. Yeah. Okay. So, and we, you know, we looked at this one before, and we said, "Ooh, I don't know if the girls are going to like being on top of each other that close again." Turns out, well, it's it's fine, and you know, having the room in in the cougar didn't eliminate fighting anyway. Yeah. <laughs> turns out so, I wouldn't have liked it. Turns out Joe found ways to flip over the railing and onto Grace's, onto Grace's bed, bed every anyway, morning anyway. Even when so. she had her anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they will always find a way. Right, they'll always. always find a way. And that's, you know, that's, you know, they're great sisters, but. So we were thinking, oh, we want to get smaller before we go to Alaska. And we were looking at a bunch of different stuff. And I was like, well, if we're going to switch again anyway, why? Why aren't we? This just, has been our goal rig for. Like, why aren't ever we just since. considering an airstream? Like, we can get smaller. We can get like a twenty-five to thirty-footer. It's not like small, small, small. Like we were maybe thinking about doing, but like we can switch to that and we can full time in that, and we'll be happy. And we're living that no slides life, and I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't with, miss that. Peppered in with that entire conversation was also the. Well, you know, if we all go smaller, we can go to like like locations like Baja. And right. Yeah. And as I think, we're listening yes. to you guys talk about that, we're sitting over there going, "Ooh, this sounds good." <laughs> Not that we Maybe. couldn't have we couldn't have done that in our fifth wheels, which we were totally. going to do. We anyway. were, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But there are just yeah. other places that we can go that are a little bit more off the beaten path. I think what pushed us and maybe you guys over the edge was we were trying to book out stuff in California for the yeah. fifth wheels and we weren't fitting anywhere we wanted yeah. to go. No, we, there were RV parks. We could do stuff. Definitely there are RV parks. But like all the state parks and stuff we wanted to do. Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say that as you were working out the deal with the Airstream all of a sudden yeah. here comes Jason and Abby and we're like, guess what? Guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing uh-huh. literally what you're doing. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're going to a 30-footer? Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Four people in the 30 footer. Yeah. Oh, my beer. Yeah, right. Five exactly. people in the 25 footer. Yeah. yeah, we did our time in the 19 footer. <laughs> yeah, this is more. You like make a, it sound like it wasn't awesome. Oh, it was, it was amazing. amazing. I miss it when the weather is great. But I, yeah. But this is probably more like a Goldilocks situation where you're like, you got too small, too big, just right. Right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think you guys have just seemed your happiest since you've gotten flow. Like it just everything about the Airstream and how it works for your family. And even like when we were in there for coffee on Sunday morning and we were just all sitting there, the four of us, and we were chatting, it was so cozy. It actually worked out even better than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would feel cramped in the main area. We would never use it, but you've got all the windows. So you get the light and like you can fit in those seats. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief. I fit just fine. All of us fit just fine. Four in there. adults have been and around that yes. dine up playing I, it's not. I'm not a small it's not person. A big recliner. Yeah. No. It's certainly not that. But yeah. like, but it's well laid out. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's definitely. Our recliners broke. It's efficient. It's well done. Yeah. It's definitely not Club Kid Shooperson up at the Saber, which is right. really literally what our living room has turned into over the last I feel few so weeks. so bad for the kids when we... Oh, I was <laughs> only have a few more days anymore. with that. I was just thinking that this morning and I was like, they literally have three more days of this. Kids have really enjoyed life up at the Saber and all that has yeah. come with that, but uh, they're going to get to enjoy a, a new season of friendship 
once the saber goes away on on Saturday. Oh, I'm so, so excited though. I'm so so. <laughs> I'm really. Re- I'm like. I'm ready. Like we're I'm, ready. We're ready we're now. Ready. We're yeah. we're ready for this. We're not ready, but we're ready. No, to, we're, we're we're mentally ready, but ready we're not to be physically ready. ready. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. <clears throat> So, Jamie and Clay, it's been really great uh, getting to know you over the course of the last year and, a half. Year and a half now. And uh, we're really excited to be traveling with you for the next several months. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be some things along the way, like broken <laughs> like, fingers. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hopefully not much no more of that. No, we're done with visits to the ER in 2023. I told you that. Like, I have to do my, no, to go yeah. to, I have to do my tour of ERs. Oh, my uh, goodness. But, uh, well, California check. Very excited about uh, the adventures we have coming up. Yeah, and maybe we'll check back in with them in like six to eight months and see if they yeah. still feel the oh, same way. they'll be back on. Yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. going to see okay. you until six to eight months. <laughs> like, you know, after <laughs> we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have our Fresh Tank Black Tank segment. Be right back. On every road trip, there are moments you wish could last forever. Your kids running into the ocean for the first time, that perfect campsite with views that amaze and surprise, a hike through Sarah's Crack, moments you spend time planning and you wish would never end. But like all good adventures, they do. But you know what doesn't have to end? Your RoadPass Pro membership you used to plan that memory-making vacation. Grab your RoadPass Pro membership today and lock in the $49.99 price for life. Featuring some of our favorite trip planning sites like Campendium and Road Trippers and the Togo app for checklists, RoadPass Pro will help you create an amazing RV adventure. Save $10 off your first year with code RVMILES10X and lock in the renewal rate of $49.99 for life. RoadPass Pro is going up in the new year, so if you've been on the fence, now is the time to join and save. Just click the link in the description and use code RVMILES10X to save $10 off your first year of RoadPass Pro. It's time for a new RV mattress. Abby and I have been testing out the Wanderlust mattress from RVMattress.com by Brooklyn Bedding, and we couldn't be happier. We're sleeping better, and because we were able to customize the mattress, we got the exact fit for our needs. RVMattress.com offers a 120-night sleep trial, the ability to pick different sizes and thicknesses, plus their products are toxin-free, made in the USA, and incredibly simple to set up. We were able to have ours delivered to the campground, and within hours of unboxing, the mattress was fully expanded and ready to sleep on. RVMattress.com offers free shipping and is offering the RV Miles community 20% off. Visit RVMattress.com slash RVMiles and use the promo code RVMiles, all one word. That's RVMattress.com slash RVMiles with the promo code RVMiles for 20% off. All right, we are back, and it is time to check the level of our tanks, and we are going to start with our friends first. So, Jamie, what is in your black tank this week? Camping chairs. I, I, I'll preach it. <laughs> I just need a camping chair that lasts. <laughs> We've been through so many different camping chairs. So many. We had the Zero-G ones. Those broke. We had uh, REI ones that we really like, but they're kind of bulky, and the arms break off of them all the time. And then... Um, I just bought a bunch from like this company called Wood. I just, it's probably my own fault. I Googled best camping chairs. Um, and <laughs> Are <laughs> this you was trying on, to say that Google? These were on a couple of lists. <laughs> these were on a couple of lists. Um, so I, go, I bought these, uh, we bought four chairs and a table from Woods Canada. It's all very aesthetically pleasing. It's very pretty. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of our chairs 
<laughs> these are like mid-range price, so like 90 bucks. Yeah. One of our chairs, um, the seam ripped out already. We've had them for like a week. Yeah. Um, and I guess we're kind of hard on camping chairs because we... Well, we use them a lot. Like we a Clay lot sits outside. More than the average camper. Yeah. Even probably more than the average like full time RVer. Clay works outside all day. I work outside probably yeah. half the day. We sit outside by the like the fire like almost every night. So we like we some, like, we real these get a lot. And we are uh, not small people. <laughs> and our children are jumping on everything. Week. And yeah. Yeah. It can't be chairs they bring. I mean, we've never had good ones either. Too they fast. Just... Our best ones were the $35 ones off of Amazon. I'm about to just get we'll some cheap one. ones and have a Stop. repair no. kit. Stop. <laughs> we are not buying those $10 chairs from Walmart anymore. <laughs> that, we are done with that. Well, this... yep. It was in your fresh tank. <laughs> <laughs> My fresh tank is, I was trying to decide between two. I'm going to go with, uh, we got a new bed cover for our truck. It's very exciting. Uh, it was the Retrax. Um, I was mortified about paying that much for a bed cover uh but we wanted something that worked <laughs> with our uh we have like a yakima uh overhaul rack and we wanted something that would work with that and it was kind of the option especially with an eight foot bed um but this thing is a beast it was super easy to install we spent longer putting the roof basket together i think than we did putting the truck bed cover on uh but we got got it all put in yesterday and it's like really pretty i always struggled with the roll-up one like trying to get it even and stuff and so this is like push it in yeah, pull it out one was always a pain yeah this it looks amazing it, yeah it installed super easy it's great and um yeah it makes me it. want one yeah influenced Again. <laughs> we'll just order two of everything from now on. <laughs> that happens a lot. Clay, right. what's in your black tank? I'm just, I've just taken over. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Um, moving. So a big coffee drinker. One of my favorite places I have gotten coffee on the road. This whole time we've been on the road is a little coffee shop up in Joshua Tree nearby here called Joshua Tree Coffee. I have We've been here almost two months and I have yet to be there. And I was thinking... Oh, we're going to the Palm Springs Firearms Market. We went there a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Oh, they always have a stand there, like because we'd been there before. Nope, they weren't no there. Oh, Still man. have not had my Joshua Tree coffee, so we got to get up there. I'm like, where are we going? Like, we've <laughs> got to get up there. I mean, we have hardly been able to visit Joshua Tree since we got mm-hmm. here. I mean, we've had a lot of other really fun yeah. adventures, yeah. but a lot of other stuff going on. But... As one who has not had that coffee yet, no, yeah, it's, I it's feel real like good. we need to get up there and make that. Clay and Abby are the coffee snobs of the group. Ah. No, no, no. I listen. I drink flavored coffee. Clay put me in my place the other night. Ah, okay. Clay's <laughs> definitely the king. Abby I mean, is not a coffee, a coffee snob. I know. And I was. No, he, I, he I, came I, up I, and took my okay, homemade my first, snob card and no, ripped it. My first coffee love was Panera Hazelnut, so I, I feel oh, that for sure. Same. I'll yeah. still drink that. I'll still drink that. I walk it. Listen, if there's a Panera and that's like, it's a choice between getting Panera coffee or Starbucks coffee, (laughs) I will go get the Panera coffee just so I can get the hazelnut. Yeah. Sorry. Clay, what's in your fresh tank? Yeah. So I'll just stay on that uh, coffee train (laughs) and say, I have been using the crap out of my favorite Christmas gift, which is a little stovetop, like espresso maker, mocha pot sort of deal that Jamie got me, ordered it from... Uh, MoMA New York, which we had stopped in there, and I from the design store, yeah, in the design store um, at Museum of Modern Art. Didn't buy it when we were there because I was thinking, ah, oh, it's an extra thing to carry around. But oh, it's man. little. It's, I mean, I like coffee, and it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to I... put that thing on your little camp stove, and then all of a sudden it bubbles espresso <laughs> out into your tiny little. 
fancy cups and I can be fancy and break my cup. Oh, yeah. you're sitting in your chair right before it breaks. It's, a, it's the little things. It's the little, little things. It's the literally little, little. little bits of strong coffee in little cups. Yes. Oh, and then you have to go to the biscotti lady at oh, um, the farmer's good. market in Palm Springs no, and get her fresh biscotti. We're going Saturday morning, right? Like, yeah. Before we have to move. I'm not going to buy a bunch of produce because like. No. I'm and they have gluten-free, dairy-free cookies yeah. there too. Yeah. Let's just go for breakfast and what, just to walk around. Before Making we plans move on the, podcast. the two RVs, are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. we got to move them by 11? Oh, oh, that might not work. No, we then. don't. Yes, we do. Why? Because that's checkout time here. This We have this spot until oh, the 26th. We have spot yeah, the hey. Days. I was going to say, you can just put it in this site. See, so you already thought all this out. Okay. okay, we are. Uh, going we, we, we could go early. Though. Yeah, we, it's, let's it's go early, please. Opens at eight. Uh, eight probably. Yeah, let's go early. So, all right, Jay, what is in your black tank this week? My black tank is the fact that we are moving into a much, much smaller RV and still have to buy a ton of stuff for it. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I feel this happens anybody moves into a house or you move from RV to RV, whatever it is, you just, there's just stuff that you, there's stuff you want, of course, but mm-hmm. there's still stuff you need too. And mm-hmm. you end up spending way more money than you ever budgeted to spend yeah. uh-huh. on making that change because it is for, especially in an RV, it's a move from one life and one organizational setup uh-huh. to another. We have mm-hmm. to buy all new little shelving things to go into the cabinets, all new sorts of little organizational stuff, new curtains, new new everything. And it's, it's new bedding been because, a little while. Yeah. Yep, different size beds. Yeah. New yeah. bedding. It's wow. been pretty wild. What is in your fresh tank? Uh, my fresh tank is the fact that I do not have to have surgery on my finger. Uh, so I had a, a follow-up appointment with a hand surgeon a week after I broke my finger and he looked at it and he was like, eh, it's fine. Uh, put it in a cast and come back in a couple weeks. So uh, hopefully uh, when I when we get back from the cruise, I'll have another appointment. They'll be taking the cast off, doing some X- x-rays. And at that point, I might not need to even put it back on after four weeks. Um, and might just go to a splint or something at that point. So that cast that's good. <laughs> it's, is it's, it's a ridiculous. Club. It's, it's, it is the Infinity Gauntlet. Inf- I mean, I need to put the, <laughs> the, you're going to put the gems, gems in. Like, it, yeah. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I'm really glad, though, hon, that you yeah. don't have to have surgery because I just think you've had enough of that. You well, needed, if you were going to have would, another energy, <laughs> injury, you needed it to just the, be well, the a little bit more normal. The it would have involved flying back to Illinois to get it done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. You know, we didn't, let's not get into it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, all right. What's in your black tank, Abby? Okay. So my black tank is, well, maybe we'll call it a bit more gray. It's probably, you know, I have this thing about charcuterie boards. I think they're just, I don't know. It's a meat and cheese tray. Like at the end of the day, there's this, I saw this reel the other day now that's um, the peanut butter board. Okay. And so this is why I'm, I'm black tanking it because it's not just, you know, a, like a cup of peanut butter and you're going to dip it. The board gets set down. It gets smeared. The oh. board is smeared. That's like the butter ones. Yeah. Peanut butter. So- Very similar. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the board gets <laughs> smeared with peanut butter and then she laid out chocolate chips in a row, celery in a row. Well, celery. Uh, pretzels and a row. So basically things that you would yeah. dip into peanut butter, right? Chocolate chips. What am I supposed to do at a party with this? Am I supposed to walk up to this peanut butter board and try to dip a teeny tiny little chocolate chip? Well, you take the my- celery stick and you scoop, scoop it, it up. up. 
and then I, you grab you, the chocolate chips out of the peanut butter one by one and put it on no, your you, you take, just it off. It off. No, you take like graham crackers I, or something. Admit, it seems ridiculous. I, it does seem really <laughs> messy and gross. Board just Jojo would love it. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I feel like that is not a peanut butter board to share. I feel like that is an individual. It's a large piece of toast. Made for me that you sit down in well, front of me. And perhaps it was just for one person. <laughs> it was not. Uh, but there was just something. Like, I'm a lot not of a fan butter. of the butter boards. I love butter, but I do not like the, it, again, it comes down to the smearing of the That's peanut weird. butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Does just, anybody actually do that? Or is it just for the Instagram or just, TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Listen, this was, um, I think, I think somebody does it for the Instagram and then <sighs> some people try to do if it. it like catches on. That's <laughs> nice. Like, it's like, is okay. it going to be a ketchup board next? And spread then it, spread ooh, it I can get into the ketchup. <laughs> on, on I want a mayonnaise are, board, like, please. I'm not going to eat. Why would you spread it? It's like, saying like oh i'm just gonna spread my peanut butter on the right. like, oh, picnic table what if you don't spread enough peanut butter to the ratio of the things that you lay on the board right, well, yeah, too right like serious, no one is yeah. gonna like they took it's they smeared everywhere they took like six or seven you be wasting food like that like, in a row. Prices. you know someone's just gonna go and just take a chunk of that peanut butter with that piece of celery and then there's not going to be enough peanut butter for everything. I, I was worried there'd be to too much that. left over. <laughs> I, see, I, I don't think given there were some, there were a few other things on the board it that seems I seems like a messy thing forgotten. for a party in general. How about a mayonnaise board? Can we have a mayonnaise board? What? Oh, <laughs> oh, mayonnaise board. I'm from Iowa. I was like, it's going to get a spoon <laughs> over the top of it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. just cut up cut up some grape tomatoes. So yes. someone make a mayonnaise board, please. <laughs> a ketchup board, maybe I exists. could see. But a Google it, board. I bet it exists. Oh my gosh. All I right. just make a queso board. So I just switched it up as I was listening to Clay talk, and I want to fresh tank the gift that you all got me for Christmas because I love it. So they got me, they also got it from MoMA from um, mm-hmm. same place that you got your espresso maker. And it is a small little humidifier that looks like a water bottle, shaped like a, a larger water bottle. And it can be plugged into a USB or it can charge and it can just be portable. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a battery powered humidifier before. It is hmm. so awesome. I love it so much. I just set it right by my bed. I turn it on, it's so simple. And then overnight I have I have noticed a huge difference since I got it. I absolutely love it. I think it's so perfect for RVing too. It's going to go with us in backs. It's tiny enough that it can go. It'll be right there by my bedside. It's such a good gift and such a good gift for an RVer too, because then I don't also feel like I'm over humidifying the Mm -hmm. space. I don't worry about like whether or not too much is getting near the mattress, things like that. And so um, I'll have to find it so I can link to it in the show notes. Yeah, well, with the coffee thing, too. Yeah, absolutely. So that you can go check it out because um, it's a really awesome gift for our viewers. I love it. So thank you. But as you were mentioning that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what I want. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Oh, yeah, I absolutely love it. So. All right. That's it for this week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. Yes, that is. And thank you to our friends, JV and Clay, for joining us. If you want to follow their adventures, they are on Instagram at Getting Out of Normal, which is one of the best Instagram handles, I think, traveling. I love it. I love the play on words. I mean, it's um, awful if you're not from normal. It's but awful. if you're from normal, it's great. You get it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Anyway. I love it. I love it. I love you're from it's normal fantastic. Illinois. It's fantastic. 
Uh, also, if you are headed over to Amazon, please take RV Miles with you. You can start at amazon.com slash shop slash RV Miles. And of course, if you are interested in becoming a Mile Marker member and helping us grow this small business, we will have all the information you need either in the podcast description or in the YouTube show notes. So thank you so much. Thank you again, you guys, for joining us. Thanks for having us. Enjoy the rest of this new year. Camping season isn't far off. And keep vlogging those RV miles. We'll see you on the road. Everybody. Bye.